Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We caught up with Stephen Biggins today, MD at Core Lithium SX, listed lithium developer, uh, soon to be producer at the end of next year. Uh, we talk about uh, how the financing is going, uh, timings and uh, developments with partners. We also look at the two uranium projects they've got, one of them with a joke resource on it. Uh, plus, they've got a gold project which they're advancing uh, themselves with a little bit of drilling. And if you want our thoughts and opinions on all of those topics, the company itself, Stephen, you can find that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. We can also find detailed company reports and analysis. We've got commentary from experts from around the world on a variety of companies and commodities. Uh, we've also got training courses on there. We do summaries of all the interviews that we do just to save you some time because we know you're busy people. But most excitingly of all, there's a wonderful, thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, friendly and safe environment. And I hope that sounds appealing to you because it's free from all that judgment, trolling and abuse you see elsewhere. Go and join them at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. There is a little bit of a uh, wait list at the moment, uh, two or three weeks, but well worth the wait when you get there. So cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Stephen, how are you, sir? Hi, Matthew. Good to see you again. Good to see you again. So, you, when, when, when do you say? It says here, end of February. It's not too long ago. How have you been? It's been busy, I'm telling you. Uh, you know, the, the, the lithium market is running really strongly, um, both in, from an in investment sense, but, but particularly the fundamentals of the sector. Uh, you know, the lithium price is continuing to increase. And, um, yeah, there are a number of examples out there in. Uh, of uh, the lithium supply chain continuing to increase and expand aggressively. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, you were telling me before the show that you've um, sports is back on. You're enjoying a normal life down there in Adelaide. A bit jealous, actually. Yeah, that's right. There was the, the, the local uh, footy derby was on, so there was a big crowd there. Um, the downside of that is uh, winter sport is uh, started for my children, so <laughs> that's that's the downside. That's true. That's true. Well, like, actually, yeah. you know, we're we're now allowed to travel to Australia, but I suspect we'd still have to do two week quarantine if we arrived there. Is that right? I think so. You would. You would. You might get a special uh, special case. I think I'm not sure. Hey, well, look, um, Stephen, um, appreciate you coming on. Just a couple of things I saw that I wanted to kind of just touch base with you um, about. So we're sort of nearing that FID stage. So uh, but before we do, give us that one minute overview of your business uh, for people new to the story, and I'll pick it up with some questions from there. Yeah, sure. So simply put, uh, Core Lithium is Australia's most advanced beauty lithium producer. Uh, Our project is near construction ready. Um, we're right at the front of the line of, of new lithium production on, on the, in the global sense. Um, uh, and uh, we're aiming to complete finance of the project uh, over the next few months and be in construction on the project um, by the end of the year, which would, on that basis, um, have us uh, starting to produce high-quality lithium products out of uh, out of northern Australia um, by the end of uh, 2022. Okay, good man. Um Actually, I want to start off with something which is a kind of, well, it could be significant, but, you know, has sort of up until now been largely ignored, which is the uranium projects that you have. Um, uranium equities have seen an uptick, general interest in uranium uh, coming back from generalist investors. We've seen people like Sprott picking up the UPC project. Um, we've seen Biden talking about clean energy. So it's of the moment again, what are you going to do with those assets? 
Yeah, well, well, Bicapity is, uh, has a has a high quality uh, dual compliant uranium resource in the Northern Territory at Napabe, um, which was worked up previously by uh, by Tyro Energy and and um, and Deep Yellow. Um, so we get, we we're going to take that um, to uh, find a find a pathway for that to be active in in the current sector. Uh, but we also have a, um, a quite a significant uranium exploration play just just adjacent to adjacent to Beverly in South Australia, where there's uh, two or three operating uranium mines. So there's some significant uranium assets in in the the, the portfolio, um, but we think we'll probably find a, a sort of a corporate or a separate pathway to advance those projects this year. Okay, so me- meaning what? Because, like for instance, on with the with the chalk report, what does it say about the scale of that project? Yeah, well, it's, uh, currently it's a jork uh, resource of about nine million pounds um, within an exploration target that's probably about double the size of, of that. So um, we think there's some really obvious opportunities to expand the resource, and uh, we've been doing some R and D um, sort of quietly in the background on some processing techniques that can look to upgrade the uh, the, uh, the results as well. Okay, and um, so are you spending much money on that this year? I mean. You know, it's off the moment, but you know, are you, I know you've got to focus on on core project, but you know, can we expect to see some kind of uh, news on this this year across the uranium? I, I think I think that there may be some corporate activity news, but in regards to sort of management and budget focus, that's in, that's really on our business lithium project and movie management construction. But I would suggest there may be some corporate news regarding regarding our uranium assets this year. Okay, so watch the space on the uranium. Okay, fine, fair enough. Um, We will be watching it with great interest because I think there is great interest out there. Um, Okay, let's 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 get back to basics here. You've got a a spodumene project, quite a large one, 40% offtake. Spodumene prices continue to rise and you're going to get to an FID decision by the end of this year. It's all good news, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You know, the, the hard work we've put into the project over the last five years is bearing fruit. We're in a, you know, an excellent position um, with the project construction ready. And in some ways, we're sort of caught between a sort of dynamic where um, you know, the, the downstream, um, downstream EV supply chain really wants to sponsor and support new supply and diversify new supply. So so we're getting some really strong and positive messages from our customers and, and, and potential new customers about providing a significant level of uh, project finance for us to build the project alongside alongside our offtake agreements. Uh, and so we think, you know, over, over coming months um, uh, that we will be able to um, uh, complete the, the, the final offtakes along with a significant um, project finance piece that, that makes the project finance solution for the project obvious and enable us to, to um, achieve our FID goals sooner rather than later um, and get the project into construction this year. And the real driver there, Matthew, is that lithium prices are continuing to increase um, the numbers I'm hearing now are over $700 US a tonne out of Australia. Um, yeah, we want to get our project into construction uh, as quickly as possible because that's highly profitable for us and the project. Uh, but particularly our customers want us to get into production as soon as we can. They need our product and they need it urgently. What's the, what's the disconnect? You help me here because last year, when lithium prices were rising, no one cared about the equities. And that's possibly because they didn't think companies could get funded. I, I don't know. 
And again, you know, since we spoke being in February, your your share price has moved sideways. What what do we need to understand about the market, the the macro, to get excited again? Is that uh, electric vehicle sales are continuing to to increase. Uh, The amount of lithium chemical needed to produce lithium batteries is increasing. The amount of capacity that's being built around the globe, even our own customers, Yahua, more than doubling their, 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 their capacity. Um, uh, and there still hasn't been any you know, significant increase in, in, the, in the lithium supply side because it takes years to get to that point. So you know, it's taken us five years to get to this point where we're construction ready. We're in the, place of, the right place at the right time. Um, and the underlying message is that more lithium is needed if, if Tesla and the rest of the EV um, industry wants to achieve its goals uh, and the lithium price is increasing, continuing to increase until supply, more supply um, hits the market. But, okay, but you're, you're a spodumene producer, We've got a Chinese partner who is currently testing, I understand, with Tesla to supply, supply a hydroxide product in, into them. That's right. Right? So, so it's all good. It all seems to work. Are people nervous though about the amount of supply that could come into market is that what's holding people back because i know we, we all all lithium companies in the first four months of this year saw a pop in their in the share price what's making people nervous now i, I think there was just uh, i think at a macro level there was a bit of nervousness in the markets you know sort of a few weeks ago and that maybe sort of upset some of the momentum sort of trade into some of the junior stocks but in regards to the fundamentals yeah, the lithium price continues to increase the amount of lithium that the world needs continue to increase, and there's the, 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 the you know there is a shortage of supply, and it's and it's it's now, and it's going to get it, and it's going to get worse, and the price is going to continue to go up. Well, but I know, but yeah, you know, su- supply demand suggests that uh, it, there's a shortage now because the price hasn't been strong enough for people to get into production. People haven't been able to fund their pilot plants, their demo plants, their their their, 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 their you know full commercial plants. Um, but when the prices are starting to get toppy like now, it's going to be very encouraging for financiers and lithium wannabe producers um, to get into production again. And that's going to you know, create this kind of roller coaster on lithium price, isn't it? But the, the, the world's taken whatever it is, a couple of decades to get to this level of lithium production. Uh, and it needs to triple that level in the next three years. There's, there's and the then it's going to do it eight times, eight times by 2030. Okay, so there will continue to be a shortage, shortage as far as you're concerned, um, because the, the, the demands because are because yeah the absolute levels of increase the absolute tons are now significantly higher. Right. Okay. Let's talk about financing. Okay. So you you've got a forty percent offtake uh, agreement in place. Great. That must help with, with your ability to go and get debt. Um, so where are you with those conversations? Because you're aiming for the end of this year. That's not too far away. Yeah, well, we, uh, I suppose our, our thinking was, um, you know, last year that you know our focus would be around a sort of significant debt finance piece for the project um, as part of the sort of the financing solution. But I think over the last few months, uh, with the level of enthusiasm and support that's coming from our customers and, and potential new customers, and their desire to support us to get into production, is that I think that the financing solution for the project is likely to come, uh, the emphasis for that is likely to come from a customer finance piece. 
uh, and less emphasis on debt finance. And in some ways, um, you know, the, the debt finance process is probably a, a longer and more sort of arduous one. And as I said, both our, our, our customers um, want us to get in production as soon as we can. And from a company's perspective, with the price above now above 700 bucks, we want to get into production as soon as we can because we want to expose ourselves, uh, you know, the project and our product to, to those prices. Okay, so customer finance, that, that's, that's interesting. Is that why you've been so slow to put out the IRR and NPV numbers? Well, I think we've been focused, if you like, on what we think is going to be the best finance solution for the project. Uh, and that's, that's, that's coming from our, our, our conversations and negotiations with our customers. Right, okay. But, but, but that's, to that point, they don't care what your NPV and your IRR are, do they? They, 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 want to know, they want to see the quality of our product and the tons coming out the door. Right, but your shareholders want to see these numbers. They, they want to see the IRR. They want to see the NPV. They want to understand what you're going to be capable of. So what's holding yeah, those numbers sure. back? And when can we expect them? Well, I think it's probably really it's, we're on track to, to release those as we plan this, this quarter. Okay. Um, but our emphasis, if you like, is really on, on the key goal, which is financing the project okay. and getting into production this year. So that's, that's, that's where we're putting our, our focus. Uh, into production next year, you mean? No, no. To finance the project as soon as possible yeah. and start construction of the project this year. I thought you said get into production this year. So I was just... I was just... No. Yeah, sorry. No, I need to correct myself. Right. So start construction this year. Okay, start construction this year. So that's, that's quite a quick build. This, um, not too complicated by the sounds of it then. Yeah, so timing timing from, from FID uh, to first production is in the order of about uh, 12 to 15 months. Right. Okay. Not too shabby. So that gives us a sense of when the FID will, won't be at the end of this year. It'll be it'll have to be so end of Q three, beginning of Q four. By the sounds of it, yeah. Have yeah, you? I, I think we're pretty confident. We're confident about Q three. Okay. And if you, in, in terms of the kind of long poles in the tent or the, the long lead order uh, times on 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 the things that you're going to need, um, have you placed mm. those orders already in expectation? Well, the, the terrific thing about um, raising $40 million um, earlier in the year is we're in a really good position to get the company organised to, to hit FID with a level of momentum. So, you know, when, we're, when we get to that point, you know, we're already in the process of, um, you know, putting our key contracts in place, you know, company systems um, and, you know, those sort of orders for, for, you know, human resources and equipment that we'll need to build the project. Well, there's the big part of all of this, which is kind of people kind of skip over normally. It's the people that you're going to have to hire and get on board. So, I mean, the, what, I mean, what's what's happening in Australia with regards to that? Because there's a lot of uh, mining happening, in, you know, well, gold, battery metals, base metals. They're all crying out for personnel. I mean, do you envisage any problems getting the people that you want? I think it's probably more difficult for those uh, those uh, mining projects um, that require fly-in, fly-out, whereas our project is 45 minutes drive from the suburbs of the capital city. So much easier to access uh, good quality um, skills and people that are based residentially um, in, the, in the suburbs of the capital city. Okay. Okay, well that's that's good news. Um, just just I kind of kind of casually you know gone over the forty percent offtake agreement, which is not an insignificant achievement. Um, sure. What's happening with the rest of that? How are you gonna how are you viewing that now? Do you want the sort of certainty or, or the ability to continue with the ability to sell into an open market? 
Yeah, well, there's certainly what I can say is that there's you know significant over demand for, for that remaining product. You know, so, so existing customers they, they want more. Uh, the new guys they want more. Uh, you know, we're receiving inquiries you know from all over the world um, uh, looking looking to get access to good quality spodumene. Uh, concentrate from our project. Um, yeah, so so over over the next couple of months, we'll look to complete those agreements alongside some really significant um, project finance solutions. And as I said, we expect those to put us in a position where we can finance the project in in the next quarter and start construction of the project next year and be in production by the end of 2022. And um, you know, there's some pretty attractive sort of valuation statements, you know, uh, about core if if we're going to be valued as a producer next year. Well, I mean, talking about that, if you if you, I was kind of intrigued. So if you look at the Galaxy or a Cobra deal and the sorts of numbers they're talking about. Obviously, look, it's it's nice to compare yourself to people like that's four billion bucks worth of of uh, valuation there. You know, you're to what two sixty two seventy ish today. Um, You've got a ways to go, but how do you, how do you get there? You, you've got a decent sized project. There are good margins and so forth, but people don't seem to have cottoned mm. onto the the scale of what you're talking about. So what are you going to do about it? Well, essentially, it's it's financing the project, uh, building it over twelve months, and at that point, yeah, we we will be a peer, uh, a peer producer, um, and, and there's no there's no producer on the ASX. Currently, that's got a value less than two billion dollars. So, what do you do about it? No, well, we, we 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 commit our plan. We um, we execute our plan, and and we have all those um, uh, those parts of the jigsaw lined up, and they will play out, and we expect it to be very successful. Right. Okay. Well, I, I guess we'll have to sit back and see. You know, you delivering that this year, and. You know the scale of the scale of the opportunity is, is reliant on you being able to get uh, funding at a price that's right. But you were telling me you're reasonably confident in your conversations at the moment. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, from from support from um, from customers, from interests, from equity markets all over the globe, and and interest in debt finance. So you know the world wants to support new lithium supply, and we are Australia's. Um, you know, next lithium producer. So there is a lot of support. There's a lot of love in the room for us to to get into production. Okay. Uh, finally, how's your gold project? Yeah, good, good. We're, um, we've uh, just appointed a, a, a gold exploration manager. He's um, delving into the data. Uh, he'll be on site next week and we expect to start drilling on the gold project um, you know, in the next few weeks as well. Okay, brilliant. Well, Stephen, thanks for the update. Um, Stay in touch. Let's know how you get on. I'm keen to understand, uh, you know, timings this year. Um, so, uh, yeah, please pick up the phone. Yeah, terrific, Matthew. Good to speak again. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and, of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.